how I'm starting? Yeah, why don't you start? Okay. Welcome to the Agents of Travel, where I, Rachel Vaness, otherwise known as Secret Agent Panakukin. And I, Garrett Palm, otherwise known as Secret Agent Sticky Toffee Pudding. Oh, man. It's hard to, like, come off of that. We, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Collectively, we work for a shadowing of the Office of Tourism, and it's our mission to nail targets with their dream trips. Yes, we are working our way up through... The, the shadowing of the Office of Tourism, where secret we're agents... We're at the bottom. This is kind of extra credit. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get better at, you know, figuring out people's dream trips for them. Mm-hmm. So we've been going around uh, interviewing people on their travel styles, where they've gone, where they, you know, what trips they've really enjoyed, in order to really hone our skills at... Uh, giving people trips that they would love. Yeah, and this week we cornered, trapped, and interrogated the lovely Mia Schaffler. Uh, we don't worry, we let her go at the end of this. Uh, Sent her off with a lot of pamphlets and brochures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mia is a dear friend of ours. Uh, we swap dogs. Uh, she is a very funny comedian and actor. She has a, a podcast. P.S. I love rom-coms. You can watch her perform on UCB Herald Team Leroy. If you have seen any Apple ads, then you've seen her. She's also a lovely woman about town. So yes. I hope you've run into her. Oh, if you've run into her, you know what a delight she is. So. Oh, so we <laughs> interviewed her about her previous trips. Also, she's from Portland. She's from Portland. And we're we're about to go to Portland. Actually, by to the time this comes To do yeah. research. By the time this comes out, we'll have been in portland yeah so we'll report back on we'll what report we figured back. out but yeah uh we're hoping to go to the restaurant con we're also going to a japanese high tea yes a doja, lounge. a doja lounge we're hoping to go to mama dut mama dut we're, we're gonna eat our way around portland which is what we always do we're, yeah we travel but really what we do is we eat we out eat. yeah yeah we just came back from seattle where we just camped we did eat out we did go to this. We went to Roslyn. Yeah, where Washington, they shot Northern, Northern Exposure, Exposure, my favorite show growing up. Mm-hmm. So don't worry. Your favorite secret agents are getting up to a lot of travels of their own. But for now, let's launch into Mia's. Meet up and go to Rosie Bunny Bean. Bunny yes. Bean. <laughs> he loves that place. Every time we walk by, he like tries to pull me into there oh my gosh i'm so excited because when they were making it neither of us had dogs and i didn't know what it was and then now we both have dogs we all have dogs and we're really close to it yeah and we get to feel like bougie bitches walking into (laughs) rosie bunny bean Bean. yes well mia we haven't been completely honest with you though um i'm so sorry we are not actually Garrett Palm and Rachel Vaness. Those are just aliases we've been living under what? as long as we've known you. Mm-hmm. What? And we are actually secret agents for the Office of Tourism mm. of the U.S. government. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Stop. <laughs> what? When did you guys go to school for that? That's that's um... uh, for me since kindergarten. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a late bloomer. They picked me up when I was in my late 20s. Mm-hmm. Wow. That yep. is, wow, I feel betrayed, but also I like that for you both. So 
Thank you so much Thank because you. our secret mission is to plan you your ideal vacation. So we've got some questions for oh you. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is very exciting. Um, <laughs> I'm a little finicky, so good luck. <laughs> a little bit finicky. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. It sounds like this might be our hardest uh, assignment yet. Yeah. They warned us about you though. Yeah, they so. did. <laughs> Your dossier is very big. Uh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. I'm really looking forward to this though. Even though I'm oh, sad good. that you lied to me, but I am looking forward to this. Yeah. We're sorry about that. Again, I'm so sorry. Okay. First question. Mia, what is your travel style? Yes. Okay. And you, and by this, like, you mean like, how do I like to go? What's my preparation like? Preparation. uh, Do you like to be by yourself or in a group? Do you plan? Do you go by the seat of your pants? Oh, absolutely not. I'm like a thousand percent anal retentive when it comes to traveling. So... I, first of all, it takes me hours to pack. (laughs) It takes me me literal hours to pack. Um, Why? Honestly, okay, I think it's because when I was young, so Mm. it would be like a a few times a year after my parents got divorced, my sister and I would go on these trips with my dad and they would be like into the wilderness. And like he was like one of those sort of like classic gendered fathers of the 90s who was like, yes, didn't know what what daughters necessarily need on a vacation. And my sister <sighs> would um, always forget everything. So I had to pack like, <laughs> like I was like a, like a little kid, but like packing with like the forethought of like a 45 year old woman and packing for my sister in my bag. So you were you were like six and you were like, don't worry, I've got the tampons packed for you. Exactly. Also, I don't know what a period is. Exactly. 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 So and that like that stress has never left me ever. So I, I mean, even when you're going alone. Yeah. Yeah. I've traveled a lot this year and it's like every single trip, same thing. It's like, it's like, it's not always super long. Like there was like two times I traveled this year where I was just like, screw it. And just sort of like casually packed. And that was, they both worked out Uh, fine, but um, like both huge. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting, I'm slowly getting better, but no, I pack, it takes, I start ahead of time. I usually make a list. I, that list usually has the number of days, the temperature of each day, the highs and lows, and then by category, what I need to bring. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm like a fairly stressed out traveler. (laughs) Does that apply to like booking like tours and that kind of thing? Like, does it apply to every aspect of the trip or just in making sure you're as prepared for the trip as possible? That's a good question. No, it's mainly about making sure I'm as prepared as possible. I'm okay improvising once I'm there. But I, mm-hmm. the issue is I have to know what the bounds are so I can be prepared and pack for any eventuality. <laughs> <laughs> so would there ever be a case where it's like, oh, we actually all decide, like, oh, we didn't know there was going to be a hot tub here. Would you be like... It's my biggest nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that I didn't bring a swimsuit and there was a hot tub. Like, that's my, that exactly the type of situation that I would, even though it's like you can adjust, you can buy a swimsuit, you can wear your underwear, but... I've d- had been in both of those situations, and I just prefer to have a swimsuit on hand, sometimes two, depending on the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my style is, like, stressed out. Um, but I did sort of upgrade this year where I got, um, 
like really good at my travel style where I now have like a suitcase and a bag with a trolley sleeve that fits on top of the suitcase. So I can – and the suitcase is like amazing and it just like sort of stands on its own so I don't get like like back pain. Like I can I can be in and yeah. out of airports very quickly without checking Ooh. a bag. Is it one of those like hard shell suitcases that like rolls yes, very smoothly? Exactly. Like you have like a bona fide businesswoman suitcase. Exactly. Now. I've got a businesswoman yeah. suitcase and then I've got like a big like businesswoman bag that um slides on top and fits perfectly on top. So I can just put it all together and then just like stroll through the airport. Damn. Yeah. Do you feel like a different confidence moving about the airport with that? rolling thousand percent one thousand percent because i also find traveling just humiliating i just feel like we're all so embarrassed <laughs> like we're all Why? like because we're like carrying all of our things and like having to like shove yeah. them in places and the travel people are always being like no no it doesn't fit in there like no you can't do this so i feel like i'm like where <laughs> i'm like i i'm like the fact that i can like um have my situation contained um and be like highly functional. I it it like de-stresses me. Yeah, I've got to say, Mia, it sounds like you're usually travel from like a deep traveling from a defensive position. <laughs> yeah. That's a thousand percent correct. That's a th- yes. so, <laughs> do you do you like tours, travel groups that mm. put uh, like tours on? Well, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah, I actually do think so. I've never I haven't done a lot of them. I think I would love them because I'm also an introvert and I recently thought about this and I was like, I'm someone that I only really like big group activity if it's like very structured. So I think like I've traveled in big groups with no set agenda and truly I don't care for it. (laughs) Just to have like eight people sort of being like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do is like a nightmare to me. So I'm being like, oh, if we have an itinerary that we agreed to beforehand, incredible. incredible." And if it's like uh, we meet you at the airport, we – you know, shepherd you through and you get you on the plane and like everything taken oh, care of. I love that. Yeah. Cause I travel a fair, like I've been traveling a fair amount for work. And if, if there's yeah. transportation provided at the airport, that's when I'm like, thank, I'm like, this is going to be a great trip. When they're like, just grab a lift and we'll reimburse you. I'm like, no, uh, yeah. I'm like, no, Honestly, I don't want it to be up to chance. I am yeah. so excited for you to be like in your sixties <laughs> and going on those like, <laughs> no. Oh, big bus exactly. tours like everything figured out I think I, I would think love it ball. I think I would love it because I'm also a very fearful person but I like being alone and that's like a very difficult combo so it's like yeah Ooh, to yeah. be in a structured group thing is great that's great for me yeah I yeah. love that so Mia do you enjoy the active traveling I know so far it sounds like it's a little stressful <laughs> sounds like it's probably a no <laughs> yeah. sounds like it's a fucking nightmare <laughs> i would say on the whole like sadly uh, like generally no but if it's if i get to do it in my own way yes but i would say and i recently like i didn't i didn't even know you were allowed to like have that opinion truly culturally until there's this like a astro- <laughs> astrological thing called human design i'm not an expert on it i have no idea what it actually is but like one of the things one of the categories of like uh, ways they categorize people it's like a personality that does not like to travel and I am that one and I was like oh, that's allowed okay yeah I'm not. wait so that's like an astrological thing so yeah. like <laughs> way back to the beginning of time there were just always people that <laughs> fucking hated well, traveling it's, it's like I'm not positive what it is it's, it's like kind of sounds like halfway between like astrology and enneagram but it's it's like you give them like your time of birth type of thing and then they're like oh you're this type of person and my type of person doesn't like to travel and I enjoy it like I've had good times traveling but it is something 
I do not uh, go out of my way to do necessarily. Honestly, I love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like because I feel like most people because you travel quite a bit and I I feel like it's nice to have this perspective because I feel like a lot of people I've talked to are always like, oh, I'm so wet for travel and new experiences. And it's nice to hear it from the perspective of somebody who's like, I'm very dry for traveling. <laughs> I am not so, I, I'm so confused. And like as an introvert, I am like used to being like, okay, my experience is like not always sort of like the median of the bell curve of the human experience in terms of like preferences. So I, yeah, for I'm like, and I'm on like uh, being on like dating apps and stuff. It's like, everyone's like, oh, I just want to travel all the time and have new experiences all the time. And I'm just like, what is, why? <laughs> yeah, that's a go-to dating app response. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's one of those things that I was like, once I was able to be like, oh my God, that's just like, it's not a core pillar of my personality. I was like, it was really, really re- relaxing. I guess it's a nice way to weed people out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like X, X, X. But I do so like I, it. I'm not a curmudgeon. It's, yeah. I like it sometimes. I just, it's not, I'm never yeah. like, oh, you know what I would love to do today? Leave my home and all of my belongings and all my snacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you don't want to pack all day. <laughs> exactly. <first. laughs> exactly. Do you have a preference for like trains versus planes versus like chilling in a lift? Like, oh, are there- yeah. 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 Okay. Lift is the last category I I, okay. I don't like to do a ride share um okay yeah my first preference for trips is actually road trip I actually love oh, okay. yeah like I actually adore a road trip because like, I I really do enjoy like the solo element of travel like I do like being removed from my current situation and having to like be present and having activities that can distract me be limited so for that reason I do love a long road trip and I do love a plane ride by myself where I have either like a lovely book or like a lovely movie to watch. And then I get really like, ooh, I, f- I, lo- I do love that. And trains are good as well. It's hard to say because of COVID. Because now traveling is also has made traveling, if you can imagine, for me even more unpleasant. Yes. Especially because as a fearful person, I truly am typically wearing two masks and a face shield uh, 90% of the time. So it's, yeah. it's, yeah. So yeah, I would go road trip. I would go driving, airplane, then trains, then rideshare. I love that though, because like what you touched on with like a good book or a good movie is like, that's an an aspect of traveling that I really like, which is that it feels like in my whole existence, the one time I'm justified to just relax and enjoy a simple pleasure, like a book or a podcast and to not feel productive and to just enjoy sort of passing the time. Same. Yeah. yeah. I think it takes me back to like a different time period as well, where like when I was like a kid and like if you were in your room, that was sort of like all that was available to you. So it's like I do love being on a plane alone and being like, uh oh, I have to read this book because <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's nothing else to do. I do love that. I mean, and then, you know, watch something on the screen in front of you. Yeah. You know, oh. you're, you're forced to choose from, you know, one of 10 different you know, four episodes from 10 different shows. Yes. Yeah. You can get into like new stuff. I recently was on a plane and I had to turn to the guy next to me and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like this is a three hour flight. I'm about to start the Joy Luck Club. Like I'm going to be crying. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you need to know that and it's okay. But like, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and it is, I was crying with like two masks on just being like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Uh, yeah. I do love it. 
Yeah, and now you're uh, the person sitting next to you is like, yeah, the flight was great, except my whole left side is damp from the other passengers' fears. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mia, you touched on this a little bit, but uh, we're curious. What was your favorite family trip growing up? What what made it like an iconic oh, trip? Okay, well, so based on how I like to travel, um, my favorite uh-huh. family trip, uh, I think, is okay. Wait, let me think. Is this the one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, my favorite family trip is like a road trip to California. We okay. took where we went down the 101. Oh. And I was still like that age where you're still like really absorbing new music. <laughs> so I had like yeah. a lot of really good music. So I drove down the 101 with my parents. I'm the youngest of four children. And it was like, so mm-hmm. by the end, I was like the last one at home. And <laughs> we would just like randomly took a lot of road trips. So we drove down the 101 listening to the audiobook Gone Girl. And we were supposed oh. to, right, before anybody knows what's happening there, before anybody knew about the twist, we were listening to Gone Girl for the first time and we were supposed to like break it up into two trips and then instead uh-huh. just drove straight through because we were so into the audiobook. And, <laughs> I love yeah. how this started off as, you know, you were really absorbing all this new music. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and the music was just an audio, audio book. Yeah, <laughs> well, we like slip in between depending on the amount of time. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I love that. And then like getting to uh, California and getting to be on the beach with like a good book and family. Okay, yeah. so they're kind of bleeding. To, sorry, I think I'm combining two road trips in my mind. But there was like the Gone Girl road trip that was straight through, and then there was like a family uh-huh. road trip where we went to Palm Springs. And this is like so sad. But I just had like a – I was <laughs> honestly – okay, this is one from when I was younger. But there was another one where we drove to Palm Springs and um, <laughs> I was reading The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> which is so Hell yeah. It had just come yeah. out. It was such a fun book. And it was – okay, so it was I was reading The Da Vinci Code and The Office season one was airing. And we had like a house where – with a pool and it's like I would be by the pool reading The Da Vinci Code and then I would be like watching yeah. The Office with my family at night. And like <laughs> that was just like the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this sounds very because as a kid, we would drive down from Portland to Southern yes. California all the time. And I was always reading like I was always reading Dragonlance novels or playing my Game Boy right. uh, or reading Forgotten Realms of a lot of fantasy novels. And it's Oh, my God. And it's before smartphones. So there's no yes. Instagram. There's no Facebook. There's yep. not even MySpace, I don't think. And if there is, you can't access it on your phone. So it's like, yeah. oh, it was just like such... A lovely, yeah. So anyways, that's, yes, that's like what I just remember like so fondly. It was just like going, I was, yeah. I was also yeah. going to say too, though, like I feel like an element of that you touched on too is like it's so cool when your whole family is into the like the same story. So like yes. listening to Gone Girl with your family is such a treat. It's like um, this last time I went home, my mom, my sister, and I watch Queen's Gambit together. And it's just like such a treat to watch it with your family. And then like we would go on hikes and talk about it. That's just like such a lovely energy to be yeah, in. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's a bit also like returning to a previous time with like monoculture, right? Where like people were experiencing the same content yes. at the same time and engaging about it. And now everything's so stratified. That yeah, like I love being like okay, we're all fucking, like we spent one vacation watching this reality show called Celebrity Mole Hawaii, <laughs> and like, and it was the best. And we spent another vacation watching like a season of Project Runway all together. I love oh. getting everyone on board for like just one. pure trash too. Oh my god, incredible, incredible. Oh, that's great. I love that. So 
going off of these good vibes, Mia, can you tell us a story about your the best trip you've ever had? Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. And I'm embarrassed, but also I'm not now that I have a human design thing. And I know that it's like absolutely like a human attribute to not be so into travel. So um, mm-hmm. as you guys know, I'm um, from like the greater Portland area in Oregon. And uh-huh. um, my favorite travel memory is actually um, so back when Oregon used to not have as many consecutive hot days in the summer, there would, yes. and Garrett, do you remember this? It's like, there would, oh, be yeah. a ha- there would be a handful of days where it was really hot at the coast. Like it was really hard yes. to get to the coast for a hot it, day. Cause I, I remember it, it, it was only hot in the coast if it was cold in Portland. Oh my gosh. That was, that was my experience of it. And oh. then if it was hot in Portland, it would be cold in the coast. Oh, that's so funny. That's well, but that, will... that may just be like, you know, my family's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe that. once or twice that happened, actually right. happened. And, and that's how it worked. We were like, that's the rule. Yes. We, we would do the like, if it, cause I feel like it was like rarely a hundred in Portland. So if it was, we would like rush oh, yeah. to the, we would drop everything and go to the coast. Cause we would be like, oh my God, it's a hundred in Portland. We have to go to the beach cause we could get a hot day at the beach. So like yeah. my favorite memory is like a day like that with, with my family where we like dropped everything, went to the beach. We went to like Gearheart on the Oregon coast. It's like 80 degrees on the Oregon coast, which may be Ooh. more common now, but it wasn't as common when I was younger. And small terrain. Oh my then. gosh. Yes. It was, and it was like amazing. And here's, okay. So I'm on the beach. I'm reading, sorry, all of these are so similar because like I'm experiencing no. like popular content for the first time. Okay. But picture, yep. picture this. And I'm underage. My parents are chic. I'm the youngest of four. I'm not 21, but I'm at the coast with my parents. And I'm like, I'm like a cool older teen though. And cause I'm the youngest of four, I have a Corona with a lime and I'm reading- oh. And I'm reading one of the Hunger Games for the first time. And I'm on a oh hot, my God. hot beach on the Oregon coast. And we get pizza. And I have played for my family Florence and the Machines, like, first big album on the drive. And you were, like, the fucking hero for it introducing was, this to everybody. We were mesmerized. Yeah. We were all mesmerized. So it was just, yeah. like, again, it's, like, escaping. I do maybe have a smartphone at this point, but there's no social media whatsoever on it. And yeah. I'm just like enjoying like huge pop culture moments for the first time with my family in like a beautiful. And that's really my vibe is like if I do travel, I just want to be on a beach like doing an introvert activity, like reading or like maybe a paddleboard, maybe a hike. But truly, I just want to be like at a beach or on a pool, like reading something amazing or watching yeah. good content with people. Like truly, like I define all the trips by the music I was listening to and the books I read and what I watched while I was there. But oh uh, my gosh, I love that you're also like so like media oriented in a very cool way. Like I find myself listening to you and getting very nostalgic <gasps> for things oh. I like don't even remember. Oh my gosh, can I hit you with another one, please? Yes. Okay, there's a trip to Cabo I took with my family where my brother it brought that first big LCD sound system album Ooh. that had like. New York, I love you. And yes. like all my friends. And like just yeah, I don't know why. It's like all the big trips in my memory have like whatever sort of popular content was that like sort of makes it nostalgic. But so but, do you ever listen to those songs and get nostalgic for those trips? For like place. will they be tied forever? Oh, to those a places? thousand percent. I was just thinking about oh, that today. Gorgeous. Because I have um 
throughout the last like however long we've been in this pandemic situation i i drove between la and portland straight a few times and there's like one playlist i made for one of the trips and i was just like oh my god all of these songs will oh like no matter where i am i hear any of these songs they're always like taking me back to this like very specific time i drove to portland in august of 20 19 i have no 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 it was no 2020 2020. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> i have no idea yeah august of 2020 um, yeah i was just thinking about that today but yes but the best one was the the oregon coast florence and the machine hunger games corona pizza family that's I mean, an incredible what's the pizza, combination what's the pizza portion oh huge two slices of pepperoni that are huge that's great absolutely huge. and that's like the sloppy greasy kind yeah absolutely super greasy um, what about you guys? Do you guys have like a like a trip that's like a, you associate very much with like an album or a movie or a book? Oh, that's I mean, such a I, question. I I do I do have a lot uh, with road trips too. There's like uh, especially driving to my sister lives in Colorado, mm. and so driving to Colorado, I would always listen to the song is Fur by Yeah Blitz and Trapper. Blitz and Trapper. Yes, yes thank you. Uh, I, driving I, through Colorado, listening to Fur. That as soon that like if I listen to that song, all I see are the Rocky Mountains. It's just it's right right as you're the spot where you're kind of like passing the where you would turn off to go to Aspen. The canyon gets really tight on the freeway and just fur playing right there is just like, oh, I'm close to my sisters. I don't know. I love the Rockies. I've spent time out there. And yeah, it's just that that song and like the whole playlist that I built around that, which is actually called the PDX 18 playlist on my <gasps> Spotify because I first made it dri- for driving to Portland. But uh, now it's like pretty ingrained cause, just because there is nothing like that tight canyon right around Aspen on the 70. Yeah. So it's like that image, even though I made it for a Portland trip, it's like tied to Colorado for me. Oh my god! I've got, I've got two pretty lame ones. Um, <laughs> so I, I would say like I'm not a very music centric person. Like I can think of like albums that were like for each year of college. Yeah. But as far as trips go, the thing I can think of is when I studied abroad in Chile. The two songs we just listened to all the time and this is gonna take you back (laughs) where i'm sexy and i know it oh my god Um, (laughs) the jersey short theme song (laughs) yes (laughs) and uh mike snow's is it like animal the like i should change just too hard in this place place. yeah yes yes that song i love that song it's such a great song yeah so we listen to those ones all the time Oh my God. I love, oh, I love both those. I love it when you have like songs that are tied to a specific time and place. I think it's like very romantic in a fun way. Well, and it'll yeah. make you keep that song around even if it isn't to your taste anymore. Yeah. It gets to stay. Oh, 1000. <laughs> so, Mia, can you tell us a story about your worst trip? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. It's just, it's tied. Okay. Do I want to, okay. It's either. Best trip turned no no let's do Slovakia okay <laughs> so Slovakia was You've a bit of a Slovakia? rough one yeah I so I studied abroad I was like very last minute like I, a lot of the programs you have they have like um 
they had like a lang- a certain amount of language requirement that you have classes you had to take and you needed to plan like a certain amount of time ahead. And I was like, okay, where can I go next semester with like no prerequisites? And there was like, I was in the journalism school and there was like a program going to Vienna, Austria. And I was like, why not? <laughs> I was like, I don't know anything about it, but Billy Joel wrote a song about it. So like maybe it's fantastic. And went on this like really wild and not in like a fun part like not like a fun crazy way just like a very bizarre study abroad program of nine people total (laughs) for three months like it was so bizarre and um to Vienna Austria which was like very beautiful and it was a journalism thing that like one of our professors took us all and we had classes and so we had to go on like reporting assignments and they would just like send us by train elsewhere so one of the one of the assignments was to go to Slovakia and our assigned we had like it was like a week where we were going to like all different like neighboring countries for Mm -hmm. different stories and we got assigned it was just like a wild time it was like we got assigned to do a story it was like okay you're gonna go to Slovakia and it was like okay my group got assigned to do a story on like the Roma community and it was like somehow the night before I don't remember where this happened but it was like (laughs) I was on a team of three with like two other guys and one of the guys and I got I didn't even think it was an argument I was like (laughs) we were talking about the Roma community and I was like um I think I was like oh I was like okay yes like the Roma like I was talking about how like they um that it was uh from like what I understood it was like there was like a lack of clarity about like where that community originated from yes. um and that, that yeah that was like an element in Europe and then the one of the guys in yeah. my group got very offended by that and was like that's not true that's my heritage and like that's not true and got very upset with me and then the next day I was like and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I thought that was the situation and then we get on the train to Slovakia and that guy's not there and it turned out it's like he was Romanian and so he was confused and thought they were the same thing. And I think oh, he, no. yeah. yeah. So then it's, then we were like, oh my God, this guy didn't show up for the reporting trip. And then it was like, and then later we were like, oh, it was maybe because of that argument and because he got so upset and then it wasn't true. <laughs> so then he like didn't show up. So at first it starts off bad because we're like missing a member of our three person crew and we're like going to a different country and we're like, okay okay, well, that guy's missing. So it's me and this guy. And um, who is like my, like, like one, like, like, a, who is like a good friend on the trip. And we go to Slovakia and we're like, just, and we're like, they're just like, good luck. You're just going to do a story on the Roma. And we were like, okay. And we like get there and we're like, okay, let's have lunch. And we go to this stand. And um, for some reason we hadn't had like a good cheeseburger in a long time, even though I do remember Vienna had like McDonald's. <laughs> for some stuff. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they had McDonald's, but I would just first reason, know, but... right? Wait, Mia, yeah, the... do you think McDonald's is a good cheeseburger normally? No, I don't. And in fact, I don't. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> but... <As> you said, <laughs> just being like, well, they had a McDonald's and it doesn't measure up. Like, it made me I think guess... that you're relying on this. No, I guess I'm just being like, why was I so like, oh, I would love a cheeseburger. But for some reason... Me and this me and the guy who did show up, we go to this stand to have a cheeseburger. And we're so excited. We get the cheeseburger. We take a few bites. We realize the cheeseburger is – the burger itself is like hot pink cat food that looks like, looks like oh. it. It looks like hot pink uh, cat food at room temperature. And we look at the stand and we're like, there's no refrigeration or like <gasps> ice. Like we're like, oh my – like we uh. were like, okay, we're in a different country. We're missing a person and like we don't – 
we don't speak the language. And now we've just like, we're absolutely going to get food poisoning. So then we were like, yeah. and this was our genuine problem solving thought process. We were like, we're going to go to a bar and we're going to take shots of vodka because that is going to like chase it down. Sterilize our stomachs. Sterilize our stomachs, <laughs> kill yeah. whatever's down there. Um, so then we did. So anyways, it was just like very wild and stressful. But then, and then we like walk into like an antique store and we're just like trying to we're just like asking the people in the store about the Roma community. We're just like, we don't know what this is like. We don't know what to do here. And then, um, the guy who's like not speak any English and um, like we don't speak the same language at all is like, he's like, follow me. And he takes us out of the store and he like walks us down the street and walks us into this building. And he ends up taking us to a nonprofit that works with the Roma community. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. That's great. And then we ended okay. up, we, so we ended up actually like falling into this like amazing situation um, and, yeah. and got like, and had like, it was like, a, it, it ended up being like a very like enriching and cool experience. But it was just like the first leg of that of that trip was like absolutely wild. I'm also in the same boat as you is like, well, one, when I'm abroad, I would totally crave a cheeseburger too, because (laughs) I just want a comfort food. And the second I tried that hot cat food and (laughs) it didn't measure up, I would have been so fucking devastated. Like that would have ruined my whole day alone. Yeah. Yeah. A lot's riding on that burger to be good. Cause that's just like your quick taste of home. Yeah, they used to be so behind on burgers in Europe. Yeah, like they just was, can't. We, we didn't do have them access right. to it. We we couldn't get access to like burgers or Mexican was like the hardest thing. The, yeah, like oh. the, the Mexican food in Vienna was insane. It was like very. Yeah. I don't think you bizarre. can get Mexican food anywhere else mm-hmm. but Latin America. Like yeah. nobody does. Yeah, it, well. it was very weird. Yeah. Sorry, I know I'm, I sound like I'm complaining. I'm not. I just you know me. I just I like my creature comforts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Even in Edinburgh, they would have these burritos that had like mango chutney in them or something, where it was just like they had so clearly missed the mark. Yeah. And we're not even close. Right. And then you're just like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. So, anyways, it was just like stressful and odd. And then it turned out really lovely, actually, in the end. But it was just like yeah. it was just bizarre, and you're just like somewhere you don't know, and then you have bad food that's that you don't know if is okay for you, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna take gross shots of vodka, and then I'm like gonna try to go, um, just talk to people, and then it, and then it turned out great. But that was just like the hot, like one of the harder days I remember. So did you get yeah. food poisoning or did no, the vodka work? No, the vodka worked. Highly recommend. Wow, wow. <laughs> okay, okay. Go okay. Take shots of vodka. Uh, so th- I mean this. Uh, leads me to our next question uh what's the tastiest thing you've eaten abroad okay so this is this is great coming from the worst yeah i know i'm so happy to like redeem myself and be like okay this is actually let's get away from that things i actually do like some things and some things about traveling okay so i actually was just in mexico city in june and i had Mm. the most amazing ceviche and it's like i know you can get ceviche here and absolutely you can and it's good but i was like went to this restaurant and we had like the most amazing seafood and the most amazing ceviche. And I was like, I would eat this for every meal for the whole meal all the time. So there was wow. that in Austria. Yeah. I re- I did really appreciate their schnitzel situation. It was fun. Uh, like the things that yeah. my host family would turn into a schnitzel. They would be like, we made these big leaves into a schnitzel. And I was like, that's really cool. That's like, Whoa. 
Yeah. So wait, what, were they just it, like deep frying everything? And what do you yeah, mean by yeah. leaves? I don't know. So yeah. they had they had this. My husband's like, <laughs> Sigrid and Hubert had. Um, so they lived in Vienna. They had we, they had a flat in Vienna, which me and my roommate lived with them. And then they had a country house with a garden. And so I don't I forget what they were called, but they were like these giant like maple looking leaves. That's yeah, okay. they deep fried, and they were like, we made you schnitzel, and I was like, dope schnitzel, and it was like, no, it was like deep fried leaves, but it was really good. It's really good. So, because uh, my uh, ignorant brain, like I only know schnitzel is like pounded and fried yeah. pork, I think. Yeah, and that's traditional. Because, because then there, there used to be this vegan German restaurant near us that had a vegan schnitzel that we loved. Oh. And uh, Hinterhof, shout out to Hinterhof. Oh, did that go away? IP. It oh. went away. It's now a vegan sports bar. Oh. Um, but they, you know, I would hear people be like, "Oh, vegan schnitzel." <laughs> Uh, not very traditional, is it? But to hear that they make schnitzel out of leaves yeah, in Vienna. See, yeah, Sigrid made us like vegetable schnitzel. It was good. I liked it. I also that love great. that like I I love that you can deep fry anything and call it schnitzel. I know. Yeah. Because then it's like that makes me think like here you could deep fry Oreos and be like, yeah, it's Oreo schnitzel. schnitzel. Sweet, sweet schnitzel. <laughs> sweet schnitzel. Sweet, sweet. schnitzel. Sweet. Yeah, that's hard to say. Sweet yeah. schnitzel. I wanted to circle back to the ceviche, though. What made it so good? Was it that it was so fresh? Or, yeah. like, walk us through what was so great I th- about it? I think yes. it was just so fresh. We had this, like, amazing meal. I was in Mexico City for work, and I was out with some coworkers, and it was, like, the one sort of free day we had. And it was, like, we yeah. went to this restaurant. At first, everyone was, like, everyone was, like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. And, um, and then we ended up doing family style, and I was so excited. Because we had like sopas, we had like this giant fish, we had ceviche, we had like all these amazing things. And so I think it was just like the fact that we were there for work, the fact that we had this like beautiful free day. And it's like, again, like I, you know, I am not the, I'm not like the best candidate for traveling in groups. (laughs) And it was like the fact that we all didn't know each other before, but it was like we became like instant travel family like had a really fun date all together and then had like a really successful dinner all together where it was like it was sort of people were like very easygoing and we had like amazing food and cocktails and just like had a great time so I think that was part of it too and I just remember that the ceviche was just yes it was just so fresh it was so tasty and I just like hadn't had ceviche like that and I was just like, it's oh. kind of it's kind of interesting Mia I've got to call you out on this because <sighs> You talk a lot about really wanting these like planned manicured <laughs> moments. Uh-huh. But all the moments you talk about as being special <laughs> are the spontaneous ones that you just kind of stumble into. And which I also, think is very funny. <laughs> yeah, the Viche story, like most of your stories are are how much fun you have by yourself <laughs> and this ceviche story is about sharing all of this and I mean part of it is family meal you get to taste all these different things yes but. no it's true no no you guys are super right I think maybe there is an element of like these last minute moments sort of take out the stress of planning right or I can't really plan and have to go with it so maybe that's why I do end up enjoying them where it's yeah, like, it's I, like, I wouldn't plan yeah. to be um, what, what do you call it? I wouldn't plan to be like spur with a moment. random group of people or yeah, you wouldn't yeah. plan to be spontaneous. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't like yeah. plan on being like, I'm just going to go and see what happens. But if I'm there yeah. and then it's like, okay, now you can go and see what happens. I mean, I am like more okay with that. 
and it's yeah. and it's yeah, it's it's spontaneous. It's still in a structure. You're still down there right. for that shoot, and exactly. you've got plans it's for one the day, day. But then these moments and, are spontaneous. Yeah, and it was also helpful yeah. that like we also made a very structured plan where we were like, we are walking to this neighborhood to go to this market, <laughs> and then we are going to this restaurant, and that does help me. It just helps me not stress. No. That's nice, though, because then you don't have to be the person who's like, so where are we going to eat? Well, this person wants this and this person wants this and nobody actually wants to say what they want. Right. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. And I think those are the moments on group trips that I cannot handle because I think also traveling it like can like it puts people in a very strange place sometimes, you know, where it's like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes like the worst of people's personalities can come out traveling. So I hate to be in like a hungry group of tired people who are in an unfamiliar place place trying to make decisions like I just don't even want to see people (laughs) I don't want them to see me watching them in that state so yeah if it's like and this just worked out it would just worked out really well we had this really beautiful meal of food that like we wouldn't normally have and it was it was so great so what tourist attraction lived up to the hype for you and which one did not live up to the hype okay okay the one that definitely uh lived up to the hype is have you guys been to Yosemite before Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. What is that thing called? I always forget what it's called, but it's sort of half like dome. The, yeah, half dome. Okay, so half dome is the one that holds up, where it's like yeah, it's like a, a very like famous like part of Yosemite. But first of all, Yosemite yeah. in general, in absolutely stunning, like so beautiful. Like I was like, uh, yeah, I was absolutely blown away. And then um, with half dome, right, you're like, oh, this is where people take pictures, blah blah blah. Before I knew what it was, we were driving by it during a sunset, just going to where oh we were staying. God. And we were like, holy shit, stop the car. Get out. What is happening? <laughs> and it was so – it was like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And it's like very touristy and very famous and blah, blah. And it's like absolutely lives up to the hype and is amazing. And there's a reason so many people are obsessed with it. Yeah. John Muir knew what he was doing. Yeah. 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 So which one didn't live up to the hype? Okay. This okay. What do yeah? Spill some tea on this. Um. (laughs) Okay. Let me think. I'm trying to think. Oh, there's also another one that really lives up to the height. I'm just gonna throw this in on my study abroad. I also I also went to Budapest and like the Budapest baths really lived up to the height. That's like a a big touristy thing to do, and it's so fun. And it's before I'd ever been to something like that in the U.S. Um, which now it's like I have been to like certain situations like that that are similar, but that was awesome. Okay, another one. Okay, so one that doesn't hold up is, and we knew this wasn't going to, but I went on a cruise with my first Herald team to Ensenada in Mexico. And and it was the same kind of thing where we didn't have like a, when we got, you can get off for like a few hours. And we just got like swindled into going on like a planned group excursion where you would like, you paid money, they took you on a bus to like go to this like um, sort of like famous like water feature there that it's like, there's like a natural spring or geyser like off of the ocean type of situation and it was just like a massive tourist trap where you would just like yeah you sort of just like walk down this like road of um it's like a market but it's like v- a very clearly touristy market and then you like yep yeah can take a picture of the thing and then go home and it was just that was just like a little bit like oh my god we paid a bunch of money to come here and it's like very <laughs> we're just stuck here now <laughs> like just in the only thing we can do is like buy stuff um so yeah that one you don't if you go to Ensenada you don't have to go to that it's nice it's fine we don't have to go. To That's that. such a bummer too, though. When you start being like, "Well, maybe I 
do need this touristy clay pot. Maybe right, I exactly. Grab it. <laughs> I, oh, and I got like a room temperature pina colada and a giant pineapple that was like uh. so gross, which is my <laughs> fault. It's my fault. Everyone there was lovely. You should go. It's nice. It's fine. But yes. it's, yeah, it's not. It's not the Yosemite or the Budapest bath situation where you're like, this is yeah. incredible. I'm so happy to be traveling. I know. If only a cruise dropped you off in Yosemite, that would be great. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Oh, man. Next question. Mia, what has been your biggest fish out of the water? Out of... Let me (laughs) tell you again. Out of the water. Out of the water. Uh. Mia, what has been your biggest fish out of water moment? Like the furthest away from home you felt? Oh, okay. So, okay. So I'm like also very like youngest child vibes sometimes. I think on Mm -hmm. on a traveling, I can either be like the younger child who's like screwing up or like the mother who's in charge of everything. When I was in Austria and my study abroad program, two two of us, so, so it was a group of three of us went to Budapest for fun. Um, so the Budapest trip was great, but the first night I was in charge of booking the hostel and I ended up like booking it on the wrong side of town in like this very scary <laughs> like hostel uh, where we like shared a room with this like very scary man. And it was just like, I just like messed God. up so hard. And uh, it was like me and my two friends and we were like in a booth and I, the reason I booked it is because it was like, you get like a free welcome beer and all these things that sounded really fun, but it was just completely yep. bizarre. It was like, there was like a weird and man. And you get our- a free man in your room. You know, Wait, what? Like, <laughs> very scary. A scary man. Um, so scary. I don't know. He just like, wasn't really engaging. It was like very drunk and was like, I just don't know. He was just like, he was just kind of like seedy and like not like engaging. And then there was like a group of children there with their teachers and they were like throwing up like a dinner for their teachers. And we were like, why are they doing this? And they were, were like, what's going on? They were like, oh, they're apologizing for what they did. And we were like, well, what did they do? And we're like, we can't tell you. <laughs> it was just like, what? it was just like really unsettling and bizarre. And, um, but this, so that we had like our, so that I was like trying to make it fun. And I was like, no, you guys, come on, like, let's go drink our free beers. And it was like the night or like the week that that song, uh, like we're up all night to get lucky came out. So we were just like in the booth of this hostel, all like very stressed and like out of our element and like kind of in a scary place. And then the people in the hostel just keep playing that song the whole time. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was just like a really interesting time. And then we switched and then the two people I was with and we're like, we're moving hostels. Switched to this hostel called like Grand Grand Partio Sex Hostel or something. It was wild. Like the staff had like yeah. scheduled orgies together from what they told us. And um, and then we didn't like super in we yeah we yeah we like you didn't partake no they were like you can go on this cruise and then every time you cross the bridge you all you have to make out with a different person it did sound interesting to me at the time it just wasn't really our vibe it was like it was just me and yeah. like my two friends and none of us it was just like not our vibes um but we then we went to like the, we went to like the baths instead and then went to like the ruin bars which are like old ruins that they turn into nightclubs which was very cool but yeah the first part of the trip that i was in charge of i felt very fish out of water i felt very uncomfortable and i felt very disappointed in myself um and then my friends took us to the cool orgy hostel um and that was better <laughs> i love that the orgy hostel was so much better than this other one where like i feel like i would have been overwhelmed at the orgy hostel immediately but the other one sounds like 
almost like where Pinocchio ends up like, yeah. with all the like lost boys and stuff. It was just like weird. It just, nothing added up. It just like, it was like, why are there children here? What, what did the bad children do? Why won't anyone tell us? It was like, just, awful. yeah. And, it was just awful. and then they're like, we have a bunch of clowns in the basement. <laughs> we don't know how they got here and we can't yeah. get them out. It just wasn't a fun vibe. There was like nothing nearby and everyone was kind of like, Mia, what did you do? And I was like, we'll have a free beer. <laughs> it's all worth Uh, it yeah so that's that's that god so mia if you could step into any moment from your travels anytime you wanted what quintessential perfect moment would you pick i would be on the beach in gearheart with my corona and um my hunger games book i just love that so it was just so nice i just felt so good yeah i just love that a lot i would go that's perfect yeah you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I can't, no follow ups there. <laughs> Do you guys have one that you would slip into? Oh. I know. We ask these questions and we don't I have know. answers to them. You don't have to. I just also feel, I know it's the structure, so I want to answer I mean, them there's all. so then many. Feel- there's so, yeah. I mean, the first one that comes to my mind is hanging out at a waterfall in Burkina Faso. Oh, wow. And just like out in the middle of nowhere camping by the waterfall with some Rastafarians and it's just this water just this beautiful waterfall looking over the I guess it was like the the Sahel the sub-Saharan sub, like area and just yeah we were just like finding these little po- these little pools and just oh hanging out in there oh, that and drinking amazing. beer it was great I mean I'm so obsessed with the Edinburgh Fringe like that was truly such a big highlight of my life and I think I'm a very like busy body and I love that I was like busy with purpose the whole time and so Mm -hmm. I feel like just being at the end of a day of like hustling around for like 14 hours and watching a baby wants candy show in a theater full of people who are just like really enjoying it and your legs are just or my legs were so tired and I would be eating like a Cadbury Oreo bar, just like so pleased and watching the show and just laughing so hard. I, for me, that's, that's when I wish I could hop back into. Oh, that's beautiful. God, those are both stunning. Oh, I love those. Thank you. So Mia, is there a local custom you've observed while traveling that you have implemented or wish you would implement into your daily life? Okay, it's not so much for custom, but something I did steal yeah. from Austria is okay. They've got like an amazing wine culture where it's like you. I don't. I don't <sighs> this even, is where it started for you. Yeah, this is how. This is where I became a lush. Like you. Okay, for some reason, I don't know how we even got. We were so bad at traveling this whole time. Somehow we got on this like amazing trip where we took a bus to like the edge of Vienna. And I forget what they're called. It's like Fuhelgen or something. But basically you like hike through these mountains to different wineries that are in the mountains. So there's like a hike. You go and you hike and you drink wine and you hike. And then one time our host parents took us to this like – it's like so beautiful. It's like these wineries out in the country. And like you bring dinner. Like you bring snacks and dinner and stuff. And then they give you like a carafe of white wine and a carafe of soda water. And you do like yeah. white wine and soda water for spritzer. And my host parents were like, because yeah. Mia, you get hydrated while you drink the wine. But we yes. just had this like really amazing, beautiful night where it was like there was some sort of history where it's like the wineries hang these like branches to s- signify this thing that I've forgotten. <laughs> I was more focused on the wine, <laughs> I guess. I'm a terrible, terrible, bad American. I know. It's I know. very meaningful. It's very meaningful. Yes. Very 
Yeah, it was well. super meaningful, it. super beautiful, a lot of history. And um, and so they hang Down the, the branches and then you go in and you drink the wine. But the, so I will say the one thing I did take from that is like dry white wine and soda water. So I came back and was yeah. like at my college parties after was like, I'm doing spritzer this evening. And I would just have like soda water and white wine. And I'd be like, does anybody want any? And everyone would be like, no. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then um, I love yeah. that they're like, she's one of the Austria kids. Yeah. yeah. She I just like, I spent three months with like only eight other people and I just come back and I just like cannot connect um so yes no so I did take white wine spritzer <laughs> from Austria. yeah we we I think yeah. Rachel and I picked up from Sevilla Tinto de Veranja which is mm-hmm. red wine and seven up <laughs> oh my god oh my god my brother came back from Spain doing red wine and diet coke um, yes that's another yeah I've heard one. of that yeah. one yeah yeah, yeah. The one I co-sign is the soda water and dry white wine. I don't know about okay. the one you said, and I don't like the one my brother did. But the one I did love, love that. Okay. Oh, and then also so, my yeah. host parents, just having like an apartment in the city and a country home. I mean, I know that's like a wealth type of thing, but like it was so lovely. And I was like, what an amazing way to live. Um, And they took us to like, their little country, beautiful like country house and country town that was truly like – an anthropology catalog um, set at like yeah. a tiny Woodstock. It was so confusing. It was so beautiful. Um, well, you're almost doing that right now because you have your parents' villa in right? uh, Lake Oswego, and then you have your place down here in LA. So you're kind uh-huh. of right. doing that. I actually am kind of doing, I guess it's just like city, city or like suburb, city. <laughs> I know. Suburb, yeah, suburb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I suburb, am sort of like bouncing suburb. between. Yeah, I am like having a bit of a bounce between life right now. But it's very so, yeah. refined. Oh, wait. And that also just made me think of a really beautiful travel moment I should have shared before. Yes. Which is please, for please. some reason, I just always traveled with my friends, Nick and Darcy on that trip, but Nick and Darcy died. So we went to Budapest together, but we also went to Salzburg, Austria together. And we were like, the mm-hmm. one thing Nick wanted to do was go to like this brewery that was a monastery. It was like these monks brewed this beer and it was like, we weren't going to make it and it was closed or whatever, but we were hanging out outside. It's like, finally someone let us in. And it was like the most beautiful, amazing thing where it's like these monks brewed this beer called Mertzen and it was like the best beer I've ever had. And there is like, yeah, it is there. Okay. I know I started this out saying I don't like traveling and do I like physically traveling, like getting to the airport and packing? No. Do I have really special, beautiful memories of when I travel? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know. I feel like I've heard of this monastery before. It's amazing. If you ever go to Salzburg, couldn't tell you where it is. Couldn't tell you how I got there. We almost didn't find it ourselves. Um, oh, my God. I have a coaster from it somewhere. Oh, I guess I also picked up smoking for a bit. <laughs> after you <all>. did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I picked up <laughs> I feel like a lot of uh, study abroad students who go to Europe pick up smoking. Yeah. Yeah. We all picked up smoking. Feel so cool. It was, was, yeah, yeah, we felt very chic. And then I got back and I felt even more chic. And then eventually it had to stop. And now I can't, I I couldn't, but I did. That was another thing. Do you ever like, do you ever crave a cigarette or no? No, that's why I stopped. The first time I ever felt a craving for one, I was like, okay, got to stop this. And then no, I recently, Mm. obviously it's been a hard, (laughs) it's been a hard time. So I went over like, the holidays I was like I'm gonna pick up smoking again and see what happens and I was I like think I gave myself a peptic ulcer like I'm such an I'm such a like not a fun person <laughs> like I can't do anything sort of like nefarious like I immediately just get ill so I, I like had a chain smoking night I had a night where I just like had a few cigarettes and I was just like in bed <laughs> the next day because my stomach was so upset 
And I was like, cool, I guess I can't do anything. You're like Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec, where it's like his body's a finely tuned machine. And if anything is off, it's like devastating. I feel like that's Yeah, it is me. I'm just such a sensitive lady on every single front. So yeah, I like can't do anything cool or um, like sort of maybe bad for you and dangerous and chic. It's like, no, it's just bad for me. Okay, yeah, but those are sorry. I started to remember the monk thing, and I was like, wait, that was like one of my favorite travel moments ever. Okay, um, I would no, go back. That's badass. As well. I would slip back into that as well. Okay, fine. So, you convinced yeah. me. I like travel. Whatever. Yeah, you freaking liar. I knew it. You guys knew it. We both lied to each other. (laughs) (laughs) We're all liars here. We're all liars here. I think we are zeroing in on your dream vacation. (laughs) Rachel and I are both going to uh, present competing ones. But before before we do that, we want to do a lightning round to finally just tabulate our results, get it, fine tune it, get it just right for you. Okay. Are you you ready for a lightning round, Mia? Absolutely. So- Okay, Rachel and I are going to alternate. I'll go first. You ready? Beach or mountains? It's hard, but beach. I Both are great, but beach. Okay. Coffee or tea? Tea. Hot or cold? Hot. City or country? Country. Beer or wine? Beer. Oh, my God. That's great. What a crazy thing for me to say, but I said it. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, history or the scene? History. <laughs> Clubs or cafes? Cafes, I'm no fun. Everything is uh, no, <laughs> early bird or night owl. Oh, night owl. Fancy or casual? Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> Mia regretting every single answer she gives I within know. a half second. <laughs> they just don't make sense. Continue. <laughs> okay, no. fast or slow? Slow. And then finally, dogs or cats or cows or monkeys? Dogs. Hell cool. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yay! This is very good. Very good. Oh, thank you. Oh, man. This is going to be a challenging I one. I know. I felt bad. The consistency was not was not there. But that's, that's no, no. no. I, I have gone through several different trips for you <gasps> that I have changed over and over. Yeah. I yeah. know. I, I feel like I'm kind of zeroing in. I'm going to be going out on a limb here. Uh, All right. So uh, we had a little pause. We had a little break uh, where a computer died. We're not going to say whose. We're not going to say whose. (laughs) I'll never tell. (laughs) So we've had some time between uh, the last time we uh, uh, recorded and and this segment. Uh, So Rachel and I have had... A lot of time to think, research, doubt ourselves, delete everything that we've come up with, type up something new, wonder if this is the right course we're going down. And oh I think God. we've got our presentations ready for you. Yeah, and the stakes have never <sighs> been higher because, as again, we are competing for a promotion. And so, yes. um, and I really need to get this one. I need a win, but Mia, don't let that influence who's you go with. Uh, but, shit. you know, I, I'm really gunning for this one. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I, mean, so really, I, pick, I just pick one. I just pick one. Yeah, and whoever you just does. pick one. But now okay. I feel like you're going to pick Rachel's just because. No. Well, well no, get what's the stake for you, Garrett? <laughs> I'll, this... I'll choose based on the trip. I promise you I will choose based solely okay. on the trip. Okay. Close your eyes. 
Okay. So you won't see who's talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great you, solution because your voices you. are so similar. So yeah. that's the fairest way to do it. <laughs> yeah. I've got a deep baritone. You can't even tell who's talking right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, do you want to go first, Rachel? You know what? I can go first. Very often, uh, most of the time I go last. Yeah. (laughs) So this time, because I was able to research a little bit, I'll go first. Okay. So Mia, here's the dream trip I am offering to you. Okay. We are talking 10 days to two weeks in Portugal and Spain. And (gasps) so for the first half, it's going to be a guided it's it's kind of like a tour package. So you don't have to plan anything. All of your oh meals are arranged at like all these wonderful places and you don't have to plan a thing plan a thing. All the alcohol is paid for. There's oh like God. a lovely elderly couple you're really hitting it <laughs> off with. There's another woman who's like never been married, but she's like this badass bitch who like feels like you could mm. see yourself being in the future. There, It's just full of like great conversation. And in Portugal, where you're going to go is you're going to go to Portugal. Lisbon, Portugal, sorry, Portugal. <laughs> Portugal, okay, great, great. great. He's yeah. trying oh, to undercut me. But I'm uh-huh. not going yeah, to fold under the pressure. To, he's trying to gun for promotion here. Normalize saying things wrong, being corrected, and taking the no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to go uh, to Lisbon, which is known for its like beautiful cobblestone streets, Moorish wow. architecture, amazing. I do love architecture. Food. Yes, yes, amazing food, uh, lots of seafood, and then you'll also go to Sintra, which. To me, in my research, sounded. Am I totally saying it wrong, too, Garrett? No, 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 no. This was actually my trip as well, but I had it back. <gasps> oh, oh my, my gosh! God. So we have similar. Keep going. Okay, so you'll go to Sintra, which sounds amazing. It's like this fairy tale town, and so there are castles. There are like. Again, more cobblestones, but they have castles from the 16th and 17th centuries. And there's even like a castle that's like usually surrounded by fog, but peeking out over the ocean. It sounds amazing. Oh my God. Yes. And then you'll get to go down to, and I'm going to butcher this, but Algarve, which is the southernmost province of Portugal. And it has these amazing beaches. So you'll get a soak out in the sun, read your book, and it's recommended that you travel by car. So you'll get a road trip around. So I'm going to say that you're reading like the final girls support group. You're listening to who like, who's big right now? Like Olivia Rodrigo, kind of like driving around, reading your book enjoying the beach. Wow. Spain will kind of continue this tone. You'll go to Madrid uh, where you'll get to go to beautiful art galleries and there are plenty of beautiful parks where you can just go enjoy an afternoon in the park then get sangria in the afternoon. Oh my gosh. And because I know you mentioned beer, it's got a great food scene in that you can go to any bar and get your tapas with it. So free tapas. (gasps) Oh my God, stopped. I know. I think this this is I as I was looking this up, I was like, I want to go. And then Barcelona. Know, yeah. Yeah. You would get more beach, Sevilla, more history and architecture. But basically, 
I'm sending you to Portugal and Spain to enjoy lots of sun, architecture, history, some just beach bumming, and some really great <gasps> food along the way. So that's that's my trip that I am offering to you. Oh my gosh, wow. I feel really sort of seen and articulated because I didn't sort of share my love of public spaces. Like in like Ooh. Paris, Luxembourg, Luxembourg Gardens oh. is like one of my favorite places I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And also, well, I mean, you guys probably know this about me because not. I mean, I actually sort of know the agents from outside of oh. this event. You know where aliases? You don't know yes. our true lives? I know their are, aliases. Yeah. yeah, yeah you don't I know our hidden life? Exactly, exactly. But they, I also, of course, for because it's not that this is um, impressive or unique, but I do have a genuine and um, everlasting love for Harry Potter. So obviously, obviously, sort of like castles, whimsical stuff is very also um, tickles me. So, well, wow, really? And, you know, a very big Jane Austen stand. So we're going to go for those cobblestones, you know? Oh, my gosh. I can't even tell you that I just watched Sense and Sensibility and then started listening to the audiobook. Wow, <laughs> you're deep in and it. <laughs> it's and it's so exactly so being like castles cobblestone. It's yeah, I feel very seen. Wow, mm-hmm. well done, mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. This is a very good trip. Uh, the only thing trip I would the only thing I would have added was Fado clubs in uh, <gasps> Lisbon, which are what are just those? Peop- it, there, it, there's like a section in the old quarter where it's just all these Fado clubs where it's uh, people singing sad music in Portuguese <gasps> Ooh. and you just go and you just drink wine, eat fish and listen to and it's and it's like there'll be like one person on guitar and then like you know a person will stand up and sing a song and it'll be the most amazing song and then they'll sit back down and keep eating and then another oh my god stand up who looks like you know they're like an accountant and they'll have a beautiful voice and they'll sing a song they're like who at least me? the one that I was- gotta bear my soul sure <laughs> oh my god have you guys been to any of these or is that our, um i've <sighs> i've been to spain um yeah. oh my gosh and as far as public spaces go like oh, in madrid all i did was like walk around read a book yeah. and fall asleep in parks <laughs> it was great oh, and drink a lot god. of sangria spain yeah okay wow so good for public spaces i yeah. i can't believe you guys are I, that i'm already this excited about traveling after explaining to you guys that I'm not <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, you've turned around. You've turned around. Uh, yeah. Garrett. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, yeah. so uh, this is one that I was working on, and then you said some things that made me start doing a road trip through Portugal and Spain, <laughs> but I have gotten back to this one now. Okay. So fair. Um, so we know it wasn't your first choice, but because of no, no, he's a professional. He's a professional. He can adjust. Yes, on the fly. <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm going to send you on a two week river cruise down the Danube. Oh my god! So that is starting in Amsterdam, and I'm going to send you all the way to Belgrade, and along the way, yeah, you know, there's cities such you'll see. So I'm going to well, first off. Let me let me. It's going to be an old riverboat, European riverboat, hardwood inside. You'll have your own cabin. Uh, You'll be there with a a couple of other friends that you choose that are also introverted. And they'll each have their own cabin, hardwood, uh, brass kind of accents. 
uh, a oh balcony. Oh my god, my own space on a trip and a balcony. Yes, oh a, my god. a balcony that looks out along the riverfront. So I everywhere am gonna close my going, eyes just because this is great. So just yes. keep going. So you'll, you'll uh, just go so along. you know, it's Garrett talking. It's not me talking. This <laughs> oh, is oh, his sorry. trip. I know. Don't get too confused. Yeah. So you'll you'll okay. see, say, for instance, you'll go through. Cologne, you'll see the Black Cathedral towering over the city. Wow. Uh, you'll stop and enjoy Cologne's famous beer scene. They, wow. they, every bar s- serves their own Kolsch beer, which is a very light, oh refreshing God. beer. And all you do is you go in and you just hold up a finger and they plop down a, you know, uh, however many fingers you held up. That's how many beers you get. And they're little beers and you just keep drinking and they mark it on your, your beer mat. And then at what? the end of the night, you bring up your beer mat and you pay for however many you bought you had brought to you. And wow. then you'll you'll end up back on uh, your riverboat in your cabin. I have personally made sure that there's a little library of books <gasps> in your room. Oh my god, that's books, cute as fuck. Yeah, with books that's such so as good. Thirteen Reasons Why, Sharp Objects, Foucault's Pendulum, which I highly recommend. The okay. Lovely Bones, Outlander series, all of Jane Austen, uh, The oh. Rook, Ninth House, The Secret History, uh, among other books that will be on this bookshelf. Wow. At this time, also, there will be some speakers. Uh, this is coming, this is happening right when Lord's album <gasps> just came out. Wait, so have we talked about Lord? We haven't talked about Lord, have we? We haven't. We haven't. Oh my God. Wow. But this is involving a little time bending, a little time bending. So this is no, right. No, I, wow. Right when Lord's new album dropped. I, not that this is unique again. Love Lord. Absolutely love Lord. <laughs> would would die if she dropped, um, yeah, a new, a whole new album for us right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so, yeah, you'll, you'll, two weeks leisurely going down the Danube, seeing all these cities out from your balcony and then getting to drop in on them in the evening to eat and to see some of the sights. I love that. And then you're back on the boat and you, wow. you're not moving. You're, you're not moving at night. The boat doesn't move at night because the, the that's boat. It. Only... And that's important. And yes. here's why. Because <laughs> you want to see, you want to see all the landscape. You don't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's yeah. true. And the sharks wow. come out at night. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Right. Oh my god. So gosh. Spanish road trip or Danube River tour? You guys, this is so hard. Because I really That's thought it. it was gonna be Spain and Portugal, but now yeah. the idea of being on the boat sounds so nice. <laughs> but I wanna go to Spain and Portugal. But I think, okay, wait, let me think about this. Okay. I think it's hard because I'm torn between I think what sounds the most fun and what sounds like what I can sort of emotionally withstand today. And we're in my current frame of mind, which is I'm tired, which is I'm tired and I've been, and I've been traveling. (laughs) Okay. This is crazy. And I'm honestly surprised. Okay, and I'm I'm gonna go on the riverboat tour. <laughs> oh, this is heartbreaking. I know. Me too. I was completely sold on Spain and Portugal. I was completely sold on Spain and Portugal. Why is this and happening do- to me? This is well, just so you know. It you know, spoiler for another episode. In another episode, I 
basically made somebody's dream trip, but because it was the dream trip they would feasibly do and not the one that they like didn't think they were capable of, they picked Garrett's. And so this, <laughs> this- is so heartbreaking because it feels like history repeating itself. Totally. Where I am like agent and what's what's your, what's your agent name? Am I allowed to Panakukin, yeah. Yeah, Agent Panakukin. I'm like you and I when you're not on your duty, like we should mm-hmm. go on that trip, you know. Yeah. And agent um uh, sticky toffee pudding. Agent sticky toffee pudding can come with us, of course, absolutely. Thank but I'm you. just like as when you were saying that, I was like, yeah, we actually should go. Genuinely, once you were saying that, I was like, wait, we should we should literally in the real world go on this trip. And yeah. then what Garrett's saying, I am also like, I don't think that exists <laughs> where, where they put these books in your room for you that you want, you know, or I don't know if that exists where you can be on a riverboat. <laughs> you so know, he had more magic and whimsy. So yes, okay, yeah. So it was the whimsy, and it was also I think also it's unfortunately my frame of mind today on this day mm-hmm, in just mm-hmm. life, which is that I'm like pretty tired. I'm a little peopled out. <laughs> I'm like. I mean, I think this could exist though. I think we could put together a riverboat cruise and get every everybody that's coming on it have them submit their book tastes, and then we cater a little library in each room to that guest. Yeah, I think this is a good business proposal. Yeah, and I also was like, I've already been on the Danube on a river tour for a day. I've already done that, so I was like, there's no way I want to do it again. But I, I'm just in my headspace today. It's like you know what? I kind of just want to be like in a wooden room with some books and like see my friends for like a wine dinner. Yeah, Yeah, there's something safe about less surprises. Exactly, and while yeah, Mm -hmm. an agent kind of cukins trip is more active and I will say I want to do that when I've like had my downtime then I want to go on that trip and I do think we should go on that trip in real life I would love to do that trip I I feel like you know what that wasn't your dream trip because it's our dream trip exactly (laughs) and like literally you should save this document so that we don't we can refer to it (laughs) when when we plan a trip I know because looking I was like this would be great but yeah I was like I should have pitched it that I would go as well instead of that. Uh, right. That would have been the yeah. old couple. All right, Mia, thank you. Thank you for choosing my trip. Oh my gosh. Thank I'm you both gonna, so much. Yeah. I, I am, I'm fucked for this promotion. I really am, but no, I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. The work was perfect. It was perfect. It's truly, mm-hmm. it came down to, it came down to my state of mind today. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a, I'm in a want to be shut up in a room with a book kind of vibe. I respect Our boss it. Is- our boss is a numbers guy. He all he sees are wins and losses, and uh, yeah, I got a know? couple zeros, but she'll come back. She'll come back, yeah. and she's good. It was a perfect. It was like we're gonna actually go on the trip, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, Mia. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll, we oh. it was a pleasure. Always. A pleasure. Oh my gosh, you yes. guys! Thank you so much for what yeah. is sort of was also kind of just like a free massage where I just got to hear like two like absolutely fantasy daydream situations and just feel like I feel really like uplifted and relaxed oh Um, good we'll just have to make them happen someday and that was Mia Schaffler uh she chose wisely she chose from her heart she would choose that make that choice every time I just like to say we Hmm. had technical difficulties in the middle of this episode and had Mia decided on the day 
she was talking about traveling, I think she would have chosen my trip. We'll never know. A win is a win. Uh, I, what am I at now? Two to one. I, I got Liz and now Mia. You got Kevin. You're taking all my good friends. <laughs> <laughs> and you're getting my friend. Yeah. I mean, Mia's both of our friends. Well. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, okay. Mia is, I pro- you are closer to Mia, sure. <laughs> Not anymore. Not after uh, this. Oh, uh, well. I feel like I don't know her at all. Hmm. It looks like I really know her. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you won Kevin with uh, made up a bunch of guys that he's going to beat in arm wrestling. I feel like you're just jealous of my imagination and creativity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, everybody, we will. Where can people follow Mia? Oh, oh, check her out. She's got some great follows. I, oh, I set up a, a time limit thing on my phone. Oh, so you can't pull her up? I can't pull her. Do I'm pulling need- her up now. Okay. So on Instagram, it's, you can follow her at it's Mia Schaffler. That's it's Mia, S-C-H-A-U-F-F-L-E-R. And you're going to be seeing that queen in a ton of killer commercials because oh. nobody books like that lady yeah the queen of booking when you follow her you'll see like all of her commercials right there and you'll be like oh i know this one i know this one i know this one yeah and they're... then on twitter just mia shoffler at mia shoffler yeah and again you can always see her on herald night at ucb with her lovely team leroy yeah, and they do shows around town. By the time this comes out, you'll have just missed her show at the yard with She Leroy. told us to plug it, but hey, if you have access to a time machine, yes. go back in time to last night and check her mm-hmm. out. Sunday, the 28th of October of August. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where are we? When is it? All right, until All right. next time. Stay sneaky. <laughs> Keep flying. Keep flying <laughs> and stay sneaky on the plane.